0: full-service financial planning service company. Mahogany Bookkeeping provides a full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, sales tax, and much more. To schedule a consultation with Mahogany Bookkeeping, click the Buy button on this ad or visit MahoganyBookkeeping.com. Hi, this is Yvette Freeman, publisher of The Envoy. If you're a minority or female business owner or creative artist, The Envoy magazine wants to help promote your business. Get listed, get featured, get seen. Visit TheEnvoyGuide.com for more info. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm excited to be back another week on my show here on Biz Radio Asheville. As always, I'd like to thank the listeners and the creator and producer of Biz Radio Asheville, Matt Matan. And I just encourage the listeners to continue um, downloading the show so we can reach more streaming platforms. But I'm ready to get into today's show because I'm very excited for this special guest. This is gonna be a family edition, similar to when I had my amazing mother on a few months back. So this person is one of the most influential people in my life. She's a Brooklyn, New York native. She's a child whisperer. And for those who don't know what that means, there's no child that doesn't love this person. She's newly retired for the second time And I'm named after her, and I get all of my comedic skills from her as well. So anyone that knows me knows my amazing aunt. This is my father's sister, Veronica Frances Vaughn, and everyone knows her as Aunt Ronnie. So welcome to the
1: show, Aunt Ronnie. Thank you very much, good morning. It's a pleasure to be on the show, Veronica. Yes!
0: So, Aunt Ronnie, we always start off the show having the guests tell the listeners a little bit about themselves. Typically we have entrepreneurs or people working um, in the nonprofit or for profit world, but in your case, just tell us, you know, where you're from, you know, what career you had and how you got to where you are nicely retired in South Carolina currently. Well, first of all,
1: I'm 73 years old, say 73 years young. I was, (laughs) I was, I was born and raised in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I was a city employee for 23 years. I was a military for nine years. I love working with different types of children, all types of different kids, different activities and everything like that. I started out when I'm 15 years old as a camp counselor and I continued from there and then rode the sled all the way up to the end.
0: Wow. And you know, all right, that's something about you. I didn't know till we were kind of going over the show. I never knew that you were as a camp counselor.
1: Ah, uh, yes. At 15. I started off a care counselor. My golden life when I was growing up, I really wanted to teach physical education to underprivileged children. But unfortunately, I couldn't do it at the time because college and different things wasn't in the set. So I had to support myself. So I had to choice between college or working, so I had to choose work. Right, and and you did pretty good for yourself because like you said, you did 23 years
0: with um, the transit authority. For those that don't know, Ronnie worked on the subway in New York City, which is not an easy job and you were a supervisor and you retired before you were even 50
1: years old. Yes, ma'am. I retired when I was uh, 47 years old and then I stayed home for two years and then I started working with children in the daycare center. I've worked in a home, home daycare. I also work in different other jobs that I found very interested in. And then I worked in the uh, College Park Elementary School for 11 years and retired again.
0: Yes, you and mommy both. So you guys both work at College Park Elementary, where I went to elementary school when we moved to South Carolina in '92. I Attended there for a year, and even to this day, Aunt Ronnie, I know you. You're newly retired back in June, but I know yes. you and mommy walk in the mornings, and there's kids and people honking the horn. They miss you, everybody. <laughs> anywhere we go when I'm in town, in um, mommy and dad, um, Aunt Ronnie's hometown, everybody runs up to Aunt Ronnie because everybody knows Aunt Ronnie.
1: I love the kids. And I think I think because I put myself in the child's mind at the time that I'm interacting with them and they look at me as a child sometimes, even though they respect me as an adult. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the real fun part of it where children always will fall in love with you because they feel that you're on their level and they mm-hmm. can communicate a little easier until you have to put discipline. Right. Right.
0: We always laugh because you could come into College Park, you could hear Aunt Ronnie fussing, and we're like, oh no, they're gonna get, they're gonna fire Aunt Ronnie. She's talking crazy to the kids, and they love her. The parents <laughs> love her, the kids <laughs> love her. There's times when Aunt Ronnie has to call, the parents call Aunt Ronnie on the weekend so they could discipline, she could discipline their kids all, over the phone because she has such an effect and influence <laughs> on the children. So, I mean, that's definitely just a God given talent. So I, of course, Aunt Ronnie, want to ask you, since I'm named after you, um, I want you to share something with the listeners maybe that they don't know about me. What is something about me that you're proud of or, you know, with me being little Ronnie that maybe a lot of people don't know?
1: Well, first of all, it was an honor and a pleasure when your parents named you after me. I was just so elite with the fact (laughs) that, oh, I have little Veronica. And you lived up to the name. I, I look at you today and I look at you as you was growing up. How ambitious you were, how intelligent you were. And you remind me of myself so much as I was growing up. You're one wonderful wife, fabulous mother, and a very, very outstanding entrepreneur. Thank and you,
0: Roddy. I gotta get yeah. you on a commercial for balance virtually. Hey,
1: hey, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, you 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 do the things that I wanted to do as far as life was concerned. You help everybody you make sure everybody is knowledgeable into what you're doing or what you're trying to do and that ladder is just so tall i can't even climb it mm-hmm. i went, i did it one time but i had to stop because of age but you're doing a fantastic job and it's just wonderful and it's just a pleasure to say that you are my niece and you're very inspiring to me and a whole lot of other people in our lives
0: Oh, well, thank you, Aunt Ronnie. And I also definitely want to shout out your Jacksonville crew, because I know you... you went across that quickly but you know you spent time 11 years at college park elementary but you also helped out with nicole's yes. nicole's daycare down in jacksonville so i just want to yeah. give nicole brooms a little shout out my cousin down in jacksonville that has been an entrepreneur for over 20 years with the at-home yes. daycare before a lot of people was doing that and was able to support her two amazing sons and now grandchildren and and through that daycare, there's still children now. I'm sure Aunt Ronnie, that's that they were five, four years old, and now they're in their 30s and have their own children.
1: Hey, right, and out, and out, and doing successful. And at this particular moment, she is still running the daycare. She's been running the daycare over 25 years.
0: Wow, and
1: still in operation. And like you said, the kids that passed through there now, I look, I have to look up to them. It's amazing. <laughs> it's just amazing. And just, and they, and I'm still Aunt Ronnie to them.
0: Oh, I love that. Well, um, before we get into tips, because we like to give different tips and jewels on the show, I just wanted to to touch a little bit on the fact that, like you said, you started working when you were 15. You know, you didn't have the easiest childhood. You know, you lost your mother, my grandmother, at a very young age, and you had to support yourself. And most people never realize that about you because you're so positive and you've been very successful and you have a great personality. But especially now with this pandemic, A lot of people are going through hard times. I just want to know, how did you push through those hard times? Because a lot of people would have gave up.
1: Well, first of all, you have to have faith in God. That's number one. As long as God is in your life, he can guide you through any obstacles that you feel that you're not able to get through. You have to make sure that you want to do it for yourself. You can't depend on other people to do. You have to set goals. Mm -hmm. And my goals were supposed to, to be successful, no matter what area it is as long as you're successful and acquainted with yourself as to what you do you'll push yourself to do even better and that's what i had to do at 15 yes it was hard growing up in brooklyn new york but i made it and i had a lot of supporting casts around me adults that knew me when i was younger and then when i became 15 and was out there by myself they were there to help me to support me that's outstanding
0: and i think that's something that we talk a lot about on the show, just having a good network, whether that's personally or professionally, nobody is successful just on their own. And I know a lot of us like myself, where we say we're solopreneurs, you know, entrepreneurs where we don't have a huge team, but we still have a lot of people like yourself, Aunt Ronnie, and mommy, family members. We have people that we network with professionally, but I think that is so key in life and in business that you have to have a supporting cast to help you, you know. And I think the pandemic isolated a lot. Of people but i think it also helped people realize how important family and friends
1: are yes very important as long as you keep your family and friends in your life you will be successful and you also have to have positive attitudes as to what you you're going to do and the most important thing you have to listen to everyone's problems whether they good or bad because what you may be going through as being bad it may be good for someone else and vice versa. You know, they said it takes a village to raise children, but mm-hmm. sometimes it takes adults to raise adults.
0: Yes. Yes. And, you know, I know when I was you know, taking therapy, the therapist had t- said such a good thing. She said, sometimes we need to parent ourselves the way we do our children. Sometimes we're so hard on ourselves, you know, and we don't give ourselves grace. We don't give ourselves time to figure things out. And I think you hit that right on the head. So, Ronnie, I want to jump right into some tips and some jewels for the listeners, because I feel like you have such a special gift when it comes to children. We were talking about the fact that all the years that you've worked with children, you touched over a thousand children lives. So even though you might not have physically birthed children, you have many children out there in the world. So I would love if you can give some advice, Aunt Ronnie, to those listening parents, godparents, aunts and uncles. And I have to shout out, Matt, who's the producer of the show, just became a new grandfather for the first time.
1: Congrats. Congratulations.
0: <laughs> and so what advice would you give to those um, that are helping rare children? How do you help raise um, and influence a well-rounded, good child? Because I feel like you were such a good influence in my sister Tanya's life, in my life, my niece Naya, CJ, all of us, and anybody that you've been around. So what advice can you give to the listeners?
1: Well, first of all, listen to the children a lot oh. of us don't listen to the children and you have to realize they are children uh we put them out there on a pedestal to do good which we want them to go- to do good but don't push them give them time work with them and most importantly love them kids know adults kids can pick you out of a crowd it could be four adults there but only one of them they're going to really gravitate to Uh And I don't know what it is that I have. I think that's a gift from God, and I'm very thankful that I do have that gift and I can share it with all the kids. Sometimes I act like a clown, but sometimes that's (laughs) what it takes to interact with children. I will have a parent who says, oh, she is so bad at home. I say, well, she's not bad here with me. So that's the good part about it. But like I said, the key is to listen and to love them. And remember, they are children hmm. Yeah. You tell me that.
0: Old. yeah. Right. You, I, was, I was just going to say with CJ, you tell me that all the time. You're like, Veronica, he's six. You know, I have he's, to remember like, three, four years ago, he was pooping in a diaper. You know, like I can't get upset when he doesn't know every little thing that he's learned in school for the first time
1: the first week that he's learned it. Exactly. It takes time, just like anything. It took me time to learn to be a child whisperer. So it's going to take a child (laughs) to learn the things that our parents want them to learn. I love that. I can't, I, I can't stretch it no more. It's the love and affection and attitude that you show towards your children. You have to have patience. Yes. And as long as you have patience, they will have patience with you. And as they become grown, they will appreciate what you did for them at that particular time.
0: Oh, absolutely. There's so many people that say, you know, so much things happen to them when they were younger that shaped them for the rest of their lives. And I don't think people realize that. It's like you only have that small window with young people until they're out in the world. And I was just talking with one of the other um, hosts on Biz Radio Asheville, Joanna Haggerty, and we were just, she was asking me like, well, what was it that made you You know, I basically have a high self esteem and be encouraged to do a business and have the personality you have. And I said it started at home. It started with my parents. It started with you. You guys always encouraged me, even if I was acting silly or I would get marks on my report card, I'll get A's and B's. But I was very talkative, you know, or I was disrupting the class. But you guys never said, Okay, you need to just be quiet and sit in a corner and you need to learn how to talk. You just helped guide me, Well, will use that to something positive. Can't distract people, it's not a bad thing, but you need to channel that into something positive. And I think we do work a lot and sometimes we have single parent homes and we're frustrated and we don't have that patience when we get home and it's easy to lash out at the child. But like you said, that child is listening and that oh, child yes. is remembering and they're internalizing some things like it always, blew me away how daddy and even you are Ronnie, you guys remember things when you were two and three and four years old you still remember in your 70s
1: right and that's good because the mind is still sharp you want to remember good things just as much as you want to remember the bad things so you want to overpower the bad things that you remember and turn them into good things and we learn from my kids we have to put humor into them for them to feed back to us to make them feel good about themselves and -hmm. a lot of us don't do that everything is always strict 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 to the point to the point throw some humor in there you have to be a clown at sometimes and life a lot of people don't laugh they said the more you laugh the less wrinkles you have in your face
0: <laughs> that's true that's true so Arani, before we go I want to ask you about retirement life you know we talked about the fact that you retired for the first time at 47 and then you just re- retired for the second time at that time you were 72. Keep in mind, listeners, I've never kept a job more than three years. So I'm a hot mess in that regard. But I've re- always admired that about you, Ronnie. So what are you doing now that you have all this extra time? You've been working since you've been 15 years old. This is the first time since you've been 15 that you can just kick back and spend money on me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you caught that. Yes, I did. Yeah, This is the first time. It's it's fun. Um I'm a little lost as far as what i'm gonna do i do all different things i try i like to travel which i still do and will continue to travel right now i'm just being a little lazy doing a little no, exercise nothing's spending wrong Spending a lot, with of, that.
0: Time, spending a lot of time with,
1: with my sister-in-law working out and different things like that and just taking it easy um it feels funny because this is the first time that i've never had a job mm-hmm. since i was 15 years old so that's a long time. But I'm yeah. taking advantage of it and I'm relaxing. It, now, was, uh, it was, I was way overdue as far as retirement was concerned.
0: Oh, absolutely. And well-deserved. Now, Ronnie, have you decided if you're going to go back at the school and volunteer just a couple of days a week or you're like, nah, I'm good? And you
1: know I am. I miss the kids. I just Aww. miss the laughter and seeing them laughing and everything. I went to visit the school about three weeks ago. I couldn't even get out of the area. Kids I didn't know knew me
0: so oh, that's so nice and that yes. would bring tears to my eyes because you really do affect did. children and you would not to say you were the you were just only the after school teacher but you weren't the, the main teacher that was with them all day long but you no, almost I, was like that second parent because you helping them with their homework you're making sure that they get the snacks they need sometimes parents come late and there's been numerous times on ronnie where you didn't ha- follow that protocol like they say like you're supposed to call the police you know after parents don't pick up after a certain time, you've helped parents pay for childcare. You've helped, you've taken kids on field trips with you personally. I mean, that's, that's over and beyond. I mean, and I think that's why the kids just pour all that love out because they can sense when you're being genuine or you're just being, you know, a grumpy old person that doesn't get them.
1: That, that's true. Cause a lot of kids don't have the advantage to go on different field trips other than what they do at the schools. So, you know, like living in South Carolina is a big football uh state and everything and the kids all the kids play different sports and different things like that and i like to see the kids that are struggling or would like to go Okay, can't go and i gather them up and i take two three of them sponsor them and go with the go with the flow I love that. Well,
0: Arani, it's already to the end of the show. I know you was a little nervous, but you did an amazing job like I knew you would. And I just want to thank you again for coming on the show. But more importantly, I just want to thank you for being the woman that you are and that you always have been. You've been such a light in my life. I always have a big smile on my face when I think about my Aunt Ronnie. Now my son CJ is the same way. It doesn't help that Aunt Ronnie sends boxes about every two weeks with goodies, as well as mommy does the same. But you know, the Aunt Ronnie presence always, you know, they're a little nicer
1: because you
0: know it's Aunt Ronnie. You know, she gets us the stuff that the parents don't always get us all the time. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, because I couldn't be the woman that I am if you weren't in my life. And I just love you so much. And I I appreciate you. And I hope you have 73 more years.
1: Thank you so much for that. Really appreciate it. And you don't know, you are the apple of my eye.
0: Oh well, I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in. Please come back next week, same time, same place, four thirty p.m. on Fridays, and you can stay connected to all things Biz Radio Asheville by going to the site bizradioashville dot com. So, thank you for listening to this family edition with my aunt Ronnie, and I'll be
1: chatting with you guys next week. Goodbye, and thank you for having me. Absolutely.